Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Success Harbor Podcast with George Mazaros, where it's all about making success happen for you. Hi, everyone. This is George Mazaros with Success Harbor, and I have Satya Ghani with me. Satya is the founder and CEO of Mart Mobi. Mart Mobi helps online retailers go mobile in less than a day through both mobile sites and native apps. Satya is a serial entrepreneur. He sold three startups prior to Mart Mobi, which is his fifth startup. Welcome. Thanks, thanks, George. It's my pleasure to be here. And uh, if I butcher your name, please uh, correct correct me now. So I, I don't want to butcher it for the entire interview. <laughs> no, no, it sounds perfect. And there we can move on. Yep. Okay, sounds good. So thank you for being here, uh, uh, Satya. I really appreciate it. You have mentioned in the pre-interview that Mart Mobi is your fifth startup. Can you share a little bit about some of the other businesses you have started before Mart Mobi? Sure, sure. Um, uh, again, I have been a technology entrepreneur um, all my career, and uh, you know I have been very passionate about uh, technology and entrepreneurship um, uh, for a while. So my earlier startups were primarily at the uh, you know inter- intersection of technology and a particular domain. So my first startup was uh, WebPDM, which is a web-based product data management tool. Um, think of it like a visual studio for um, you know um, mechanical and electrical engineers. Software engineers have all the tools. They for have, mechanical engineers? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead. So, I'm sorry. Uh, so, 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 you know, software engineers have all the tools to manage their code, uh, you know, release their code and all. But unfortunately, um, the mechanical and electrical engineer doesn't have efficient tools to manage their drawings um, and, you know, builds of materials, assemblies they have built. So my first startup, you know, built tools for mechanical and electrical engineers. Uh, to create drawings to efficiently release um, uh, their drawings and you know manage the bills of materials, do product costing, all of that. Um, that's my first company. After that, uh, you know, I started so, another company. Called, how did you get the idea for that? Or do you have a mechanical engineer background? Absolutely. So uh, you know, I have a mechanical engineering background, and uh, I work with a firm which developed software for these industries, you know, primarily for automotive, aerospace, um, and all. And that's when I started to realize um, that, you know, they were using the desktop software, um, which a lot of people have to install on the machine. And I felt if we had a browser-based software, uh, much more efficient, uh, it can it can support any kind of workloads. Uh, mm-hmm. I felt there is a need for a simpler web-based tool for smaller businesses, not for very large ones, but for smaller businesses. And that's how I got the idea for that. And again, as I said, you know, I have a mechanical engineering and a systems background. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And so, so you ended up selling that business at some point? Yes. Uh, after roughly running it for two and a half years, um, you know, I got a good acquisition offer and, um, you know, um, I, I sold that business. Yep. Okay, and then what was the business after that? Sure. So the next business um, was called BB Inc. So um, I had my sister's kid who was autistic uh, at that time, and uh, I felt there has to be some better tools to improve the learning capabilities of autistic kids. And um, that's when um, you know we built a simple web-based tool to improve the learning capabilities of um, uh, um, uh, of autistic kids. So you know, autistic kids. Uh, hate numbers, they hate alphabets, 
Um, but to im- I'm, I'm sorry, I just want to make sure we understand. To improve the learning capabilities of whom? Uh, autistic kids, the kids with autism. autism. Oh, autistic. Okay, kids with yeah. autism. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go go ahead. I, I just want to make sure uh, uh, I, I didn't get that. Go ahead. Sure, sure, sure. So um, uh, it's primarily targeted at kids with, um, you know, autistic uh, disability, um, where they don't have a great, um, you know, learning capability. But we felt that if we can provide, provide some tools uh, to improve their learning capabilities, uh, they, you know, they, they, they can pick up uh, anything. So rather than show, um, you know, alphabets or numbers, which probably is something uh, they would hate, um, you know, we, we show a different set of objects, um, you know, let's say apples, airplanes, and then let them play, play around with it and then improve their learning capabilities. So, that so how, the did, how did you get the idea? I mean, autism and mechanical engineering, they seem sure. like very, very different areas. So how do you get the idea for this autism uh, learning uh, website? Sure, sure. So basically, as I was telling, the context for this is, you know, I have a sister, um, you know, whose child was autism. And uh, I have seen first-hand experiences of parents, you know, struggling to improve the learning um, okay. Uh, okay. Le- learning or intuitive capabilities uh, of their autistic kids. And uh, I felt there has to be some better tools. And that's how, that's how um, you know, we got started. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. And so uh, how far did you take that business? Sure, sure. So again, I, I had a lot of interest uh, from, uh, you know, families and uh, other people. So we took it um, for a year and a half, uh, got up to 20K registered um, uh, users. And then... How, and how then, many registered then, users you are breaking up a little bit? Oh, sorry, sorry. It's uh, 20,000. So it's 20,000 20, registered. In, yes. Okay, you sound much better now, by the way. I don't know what you did. Ah, uh, okay. So basically, yeah, I got, I just got my headset closer to, uh, <laughs> I, I just got my headset closer. Yep. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. Okay, so you had about 20,000 yeah. users. And were these paying users or, or how did that work? No, no, they were all free users. Um, there was nothing like a paid model. Um, it was all, you know, it was all very, uh, free and we were creating some mm, content ourselves. So we, we never ended up monetizing any of that. So we didn't monetize. We, we, we literally didn't have any revenue. At one point we were thinking of placing some ads, um, um, and all, but, but yeah, we, we never had, uh, any form of revenue for that. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. were there, were there any other, uh, businesses before you started, uh, Mark Moby? Uh, yes, uh, there were two other businesses. Um, one was called, uh, you know, Adaptive 3D Technologies, um, which was taking, uh, you know, 3D uh, AutoCAD, AutoCAD to the cloud, um, and you know, it wasn't successful as well. But before Mark Bobby, um, you know, I started. Uh, another company called Learn Social, uh, which was into you know a P2P learning platform, and uh, luckily Learn Social um, was also acquired in six months um, uh, from the launch. But yeah, um, but yeah, prior to Martmobi, these were the businesses that I was engaged with. Yep. Okay, so uh, let's. Th- was there any business that failed? Because you know I don't want the audience to think that everything is always a success. So. Was there anything yeah. that failed uh, uh, of the businesses that you have tried? Oh yeah, definitely. The uh, the uh, 
third business which is the adaptive 3d technologies uh, which i mentioned about uh, you know that that was an utter failure um, you know we spent close to one and a half two years you know got no way um, i think we were we were very well ahead of the market um, because you know especially if it's a consumer app people were pretty used to it um, you know they would download it and use it um, but uh, you know we built a cloud based cad tool uh, and a lot of you know these engineers are not very very familiar with the cloud based tools now they are comfortable putting their data uh, onto the cloud so i think that that's kind of way we uh, way we failed and uh, you know we had to shut it and move on yep okay so you were a little bit ahead of your time uh, basically with that product exactly yep yep okay so so let's talk about uh mart mobi how did you decide to start start it sure sure so basically you know before before starting martmobi as i said we you know we ran this company uh, called learn social and uh, when we were when we were um, using learn social we saw a lot of traffic coming from mobile and uh, that's when i set out to build a mobile site um, and uh, you know mobile apps for learn social and we realized that it's very very difficult um, you know um, for a business to support mobile platforms because there is android there is ios there is um, you know windows uh, and obviously there is mobile web so that's when we decided you know it's it's a tough it's a tough job for a business to build and support mobile and which are the industries that that impacts most and uh, so we looked at commerce and that looked a lot interesting uh, because you know uh, almost 15 to 20% of the uh, traffic for e-commerce retailers was coming from mobile uh, as of last year and this year everybody was at 40-50% and uh, merchants believe that this traffic would keep growing uh, to larger numbers but unfortunately um, the sales aren't at the same pace um, or, or at the same rate as the desktop and that's where we saw a problem and said um you know a small of these smaller uh, online retailers do not have the level of resources that probably probably an amazon or a walmart has and we need to provide them with a platform like how exactly uh, you know shopify has given them a platform to create a beautiful online store uh, in few in few hours so we said martmobi is going to be the platform for small smaller online retailers to go mobile very very fast and that's how we got started with martmobi so uh, how is martmobi different from having a responsive e-commerce website sure 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 so i i think i have i have wrote couple of articles um, uh, around that what happens with a responsive site is you're taking the content of the web um, and trying to load it on a browser so just to give you some example so let's say you have uh, images of you know 100 kb 200 kb and then you are trying to load those images on a browser and unfortunately that impacts the speed or the load time uh, of the responsive site um, and then it's all about the experience uh, it's all about the um, uh, you know uh, experience so if you don't treat mobile as a separate channel and build it for the channel you're not going to get the same level of conversions uh, that you see on the desktop so with responsive you know mobile is always a second child 
you know it was never given the respect it deserves um you know it uh, the features were not built uh, for it in the first place it was just uh, ensured that the desktop set renders well on a mobile device which is okay uh, if you are in publishing industry or if you are um, doing something else but especially in transactional oriented environments um like e-commerce uh, responsive is the best um a solution because you have to respect mobile um you know as a channel and you have to build it for the channel ground up um with mobile users in mind if you don't do that unfortunately you don't get the level of uh, uh conversions i think that's where martmobi uh, comes into the picture we say we are mobile first uh, you know we 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 Uh, we don't have any kind of desktop baggage like some of these um, you know other uh, web shopping carts have and we are building uh, from scratch to to for the mobile user in mind that's why the experience is much better the speed is much better the conversions are much better yeah okay so as you were uh, trying to uh, validate your idea what kind of feedback were you getting from people that saw or experienced uh website on Mart Mobi? Sure, sure. I think the feedback so far has been uh, very very good. Um in fact, we are signing up more merchants on a uh, daily basis. Again, the bottom line is all about conversions. Um whether it is a smaller merchant or whether it's a very large merchant, it's all about conversions. Uh, so what we have essentially done is uh, a lot of our merchants see a good uplift in conversions since going mobile with mart mobi i think that that's what gives them the confidence in fact that you know mart mobi is providing them the value so for example merchants who pays you know 29 dollars a month or 79 dollars a month they see their roi within couple of days um you know by just having few few more orders coming in so and clearly you know we kind of show uh, the difference in data um you know before them coming to martmobi and you know them uh, moving on to martmobi i think these are the things that you know that make an impact and merchants are uh, i would say uh, quite happy yeah yeah so how did the uh, the co-founders how many co-founders are there and how did you all connect and became partners sure sure so i have uh, only one co-founder um uh, mr pramod and um, i have been associated with him for the last 5 uh, 6 years and uh, prior to martmobi you know we have done a startup uh, together uh, called learn social so which which as i said you know was acquired in 6 months uh, after the launch so that's how we got uh, you know acquainted with um, uh, one another and we are two co-founders as of now yeah so what what were the the greatest challenges in the beginning with uh, mart mobi sure uh, as with any other venture you know the the big challenge is a deeper understanding of the market so prior to mart mobi uh, i or my co-founder didn't have any uh, background in e-commerce or or, or mobile um, and we are trying to do you know uh, we are trying to build a platform in mobile um, uh, e-commerce which, which is easy because we didn't have any kind of domain of e-commerce so i think you know understanding the domain understanding the ecosystem understanding understanding where we fit in in the ecosystem understanding what kind of value um that we uh, offer to the merchants and obviously making those trade offs from a product and market standpoint um you know uh, took took 
uh, does take some time. So I would say if I were to go back, probably I would expedite some of those learnings um, by by reaching out to as many industry experts, um, you know, as many customers as possible, and and then and then chalk out uh, a clear cut strategy b- b- before we before we kickstart the work. Yep. Okay. Uh, can you give me an example where you have made an improvement to Martmobi as a result of customer feedback? Obviously. So one of the primary improvement is, you know, people underestimate the level of user experience and, uh, and design. So so uh, when, when we kind of designed our earlier templates, it was okay, but it wasn't kind of, you know, a polished or best in class. And uh, some of the merchants gave us the feedback is that if we have to be successful in the marketplace, the user experience um, uh, as well as the UI both have to be pixel perfect. And that's when we went back a little bit to the drawing board and rethought some of our designs uh, to make it much more cutting edge. Um, so I think that's one of the very good feedback that we received from the merchants. And obviously, a large part of our product roadmap is driven by feedback from the, um, you know, is driven by feedback from the merchants uh, itself. So we keep you know, interacting with merchants in terms of what their needs are, what their priorities are, um, and, and, and then and then evolve as we go. Yep. How did you get your first customers? Sure, sure. I think uh, in the first customers, we probably cold call um, a couple of them, uh, you know, introducing ourselves. We, we had to make a bunch of calls. It wasn't uh, uh, as easy as it sounds, uh, but, you know, we, we made a bunch of calls uh, reaching out to potential merchants. Did you make the calls you know, yourself or did you have yes. did you have people? Okay. No, I made the calls myself uh, because because probably uh, I would say until until you probably hit fifty or or, or or hundred merchants, you know, it's the founder's responsibility to make every call uh, themselves um, because you get to uh, hear the first time the feedback from the merchant, whether it's an S, no. If it's an S, what kind of feedback? If it's an O, um, where the thing no? And I believe the best, um, the founder, founders are the best salespeople, uh, at least until you hit like you know a couple of hundred, hundreds of merchants, because they would have um, in-depth knowledge about the product, the space, and what they're trying to sell to the merchant, and you know answer any kind of questions the merchants have. So yeah, I was making all those calls. Yeah, I'm glad you say that because a lot of times people are trying to hide behind technology and, uh, you know, there's nothing like reaching out to people and talking to them. Exactly, exactly. Because, uh, uh, you know, the reason I say is very, very important is because, you know, um, uh, at an early stage you make so many assumptions, right? So you make so many assumptions uh, saying that, you know, the merchant is going to pay this much, the merchant will see value in it. So you make so many assumptions. But a lot of those assumptions get busted uh, when you go out and, uh, you know, uh, talk to merchants. So I would say uh, if if there is a top one item uh, for for um, entrepreneurs when, when they start on their idea or probably evaluating their idea or building something, I would say spend 70% or 80% of your time uh, talking to people in the industry, talking to customers. Yeah. So what is your current marketing strategy? What... Um... What is what are the most effective marketing channels for you? 
Sure. The most effective, uh, you know, channels for us is, you know, our app stores. So each of these shopping carts have their own, um, you know, app store, and we have an uh, app presence in Shopify, BigCommerce, you know, a 3D cart, and we have good ratings uh, from the merchants. So that's our first, um, you know, marketing reach the second marketing uh, reach we produce great content and optimized content uh, for seo so we get uh, a lot of inbound traffic um, based on that and the third thing uh, you know is is obviously we do a level of partnerships uh, with some of these web shopping parts like volution 3d card big commerce shopify we have uh, you know reached out to them we have partnered with them and we have built relationships uh, beyond the app stores and uh, i would say these are the three key channels uh, that drive our marketing uh, strategy and what is your revenue model sure so our revenue is a monthly uh, it's pretty much um, you know akin to any other subscription based business so we are a monthly software as a service subscription uh, our subscription uh, is based, uh, you know, our pricing is very simple based on the number of SKUs and the features the merchant wants. So, for example, if the merchant is looking for a simple uh, mobile website uh, and and he has less than 5,000 products, you know, probably he would be paying $29 a month uh, versus if the merchant has 20,000 SKUs and he wants an iPhone app, an iPad app, and uh, something else, probably he would be paying higher. So, yeah, it's primarily driven by the uh, features and the number of SKUs that the merchant have. Yeah. And how many businesses are using Mart Mobi today? Sure. So today we roughly power uh, close to 200 uh, mobile sites and apps uh, for our merchants. So yeah, roughly we have 200 merchants that that use our platform right now. Sounds good. Um, what kinds of strategic uh, partnerships have you built or plan to build? You mentioned Volusion uh, already and, and Shopify. Um, uh, is there is there anything else? What is your strategy there? Do you go to events or do you directly reach out to them? What is your partnership strategy? Sure, our primary strategy uh, for um, you know partnerships is to you know get get a listing on the app store, uh, generate some customers, show the value to their merchants, and then probably go higher up in the value chain. Same thing we have done for Yahoo stores, we have done for Shopify, we have done the same thing for big commerce, um, and we are replicating that for uh, you know uh, other shopping carts like you know Volution, 3D Cart, Magento, um, you know, uh, and others. So I think that's the strategy we adopt is you know we first build the integration, get a presence in their app store, uh, build reputation, and show value to their merchants, and then probably reach out, um, um, uh, you know reach out to the you know executive team and then build relationships um so that you know we can work much more closer and then you know we we become the preferred mobile partner for for their merchants i think that's the strategy we have been adopting and it seems to be paying off sounds good uh let's talk about uh, maybe a, a mistake that would be a great learning experience for our audience uh, what was uh, the biggest mistake or a big mistake that you you have made in in uh with Mart Moby? 
Sure. So one of the mistakes, uh, I wouldn't say a mistake. Again, it's part of the learning curve. Um, uh, 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 I, I would believe uh, is probably initially we focused on slightly larger merchants. Uh, we were focusing on merchants uh, who were making, you know, 100 million in revenue, uh, probably 80 million in revenue. Um, but we quickly realized, you know, uh, but we quickly realized that, you know, our platform is best suited for merchants who probably make a million uh, in revenue to a max of 30 or 40 million and that's where our sweet spot uh, is um, we, we aren't really suited for merchants above uh, 100 uh, who make a uh, hundred million in annual revenue also and that's exactly um, uh, you know kind of refined our strategy in terms of coming back to the drawing board and say we are going to strictly focus um, on the small and medium businesses um, by offering them a great platform um, like how Shopify and BigCommerce did. So we focused only on that segment of merchants right now, and we continue to do that. What is the best advice you have ever received that helped you in business as an entrepreneur? Uh, I, 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 would, I would say, um, uh, so again, um, I, I, I would say validation and, uh, you know, I iteration so i think uh, you know uh, no, no matter what your background is no matter what your experience is you got to keep listening what the market is telling you and you have to be agile enough to you know iterate a lot of companies um you know shut down fall back because of two reasons one they don't have an open ear to what the market is telling you second you are not uh, agile enough to iterate so i would say these are the two big lessons i have learned you know, both from my mentors and all is always have an ear on the ground you know keep listening to what the market is telling you second be agile enough uh, even if you are a 10 member or a 50 member team that you are able to adapt to the market circumstances and we have seen even large companies um, that that doesn't do both and probably you know um, get shut down yeah what do you think is the biggest time waster for entrepreneurs so i would say the uh, it, it's not it's not a, a waste i i think um, probably every, everybody uh, talks about focus. Uh, I would say having an extreme focus definitely, definitely helps because obviously you are distracted by a bunch of things at any point of time, um, you know, you know, whether it is some events or whether it is some, um, you know, convocations or any kind of uh, activity, I, I would say bringing focus back to the table and continue to focus and execute on the plan, um, I, I think it is very difficult to very difficult to handle, but I think that that's what gives success. Yep. Well, Saya, I really appreciate you coming on Success Harbor today to share your story and to talk about Mart Mobi a little bit. How can people find out more about Mart Mobi or or reach out to you if they have any questions about Mart Mobi? Sure. I think the best way is to visit our website. Uh, it's um, you know www.martmobi.com, uh, or probably Google Google a little bit about us. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure uh, we have a nice looking site that looks good on mobile as well, <laughs> um, because we are a mobile company. So I think the first step is for us to discover us, and and they can feel free to reach out to me via um, uh, sending an email or or requesting for information via our website. Yep. Sounds good. So everybody out there, check out Mart Mobi. That's M-A-R-T-M-O-B-I dot com. Uh, Satya, good luck to you. I hope you can come back maybe a year from now and uh, share how Mart Mobi is growing in the small business uh, space. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, George. Thanks for the opportunity and uh, thanks to Saksana as well. Thank you. 
Thanks for everyone listening. Bye, everybody.